Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. My name is David and today I'm joined by a man who has made a commitment to smile a little bit more and he's already made a start just there. It is of course uh, Mark Jobling uh, who famously on Q&A yesterday uh, became somewhat dismayed at how grumpy he felt he looked when he was resting his face. So yeah, all smiles today Mark. Is that is that the new mantra for life? It is. Um, it's just the thinking face. Um <laughs> It could be thinking of the, the, the nicest things, but the face was just not interested. So hopefully, um, you know, hopefully you can consciously change that. <laughs> well, we'll do our best today. And of course, we are um, talking about what every fantasy manager loves to talk about uh, is, of course, team news. Now, unfortunately for you, team news has not really been putting a smile on many people's faces of late because, of course, we have just been completely inundated with injuries, yellow flags, orange flags, every kind of citrus color you could expect. Um, there's a flag for it on probably most of your players. And we had people up to four or five flags in some weeks. It is, of course, the international break, so it does mean that um, team news is, is a little bit different today. Obviously, of course, I'm not Joe, you're not Neil, um, so we're sort of filling in for them. Um, but uh, there's still football happening, and there's still injuries abounding. And it's not just about the injuries, I guess. We've got a lot of things to wrap up here. There's sort of, you know, having a look at where players are playing their games, when they're coming back. To some extent, the international break is a bit of a rest, but we do have to keep an eye on what's going on uh, as these players take to the field for their countries, don't we, Mark? Yes, we do. Yeah. And as we've seen already, there's been a couple of um, injury slash knocks uh, pieces of news to, just to keep track on, especially if people are using their wildcard this week. It sort of feels like every day or two, there's there's some sort of development with, with some sort of player and it. it's wise to keep on top of it, really. Uh, absolutely and of course that's exactly where we come in um, keeping an eye on what's going on Uh, and of course we're halfway through the international break so you're going to get more information on the games that happen over the weekend uh, and of course in the early part of next week uh, in other pieces of content that we'll have both on site and in video Uh, and Neil and Joe will be back next Friday to round up uh, the conclusion of the international break next week in their usual team news 
uh, slot. Now, before we get into the, the nitty-gritty of the detail, another reminder, of course, to sign up for Fantasy Football Scout membership. You can save up to 30% on those preseason prices. Mark just mentioned there, a lot of you on wildcards this week. Um, you know, the best time uh, to have membership is when you're on a wildcard because you can have a look at all of these decisions in micro levels of detail. Uh, so do get yourself sorted uh, on that. But let's jump into uh, the first of our categories uh, of players to keep an eye on because, as we mentioned, it's not just about injuries. And so we'll start with some non-injury related uh, ideas, if nothing else, just to ease ourselves into this, because I know a lot of us have basically been traumatised by flags of late. Um, we have to look largely at teams that play in the Americas, um, because you know the, the time zone difference and the amount of travel involved can often uh, create scenarios where their players come back um, a bit late, a bit of jet lag perhaps. We've seen in recent years that if it's a friendly, between two of these teams from this part of the world, they quite often actually play it somewhere around Europe or maybe in the Middle East, just to ease things. However, what we've got here is we've got World Cup qualifiers, and so they obviously have to take place in South America. We've got some matches on the 18th of October at half past 11 at night, UK time. Paraguay against Bolivia, half past midnight. Uh, We've got Ecuador against Colombia, 1am on on this day. We've got Uruguay against Brazil, 3am Peru against Argentina. There are some friendlies involving Mexico facing Germany and USA facing Ghana at 1am and 1.30 in the morning respectively. But, you know, that very much is uh, annoying, (laughs) really, because we've got a lot of players involved in these uh, these fixtures, haven't we, Mark? Yes, yeah. And I suppose just like the last international break, a lot of the focus probably goes on the Liverpool pair of Darwin Nunez and Luis Diaz because last time um, ahead of game week five it was it was a pretty similar story in that the, the South American sides played pretty late and by the time they got back Jurgen Klopp decided not to start them for a lunchtime kickoff and again it's it's a Saturday lunchtime kickoff for Liverpool so uh, just when Darwin has been getting a bit of a a bit of a following online over recent weeks. There's this real danger that uh, he'll be overlooked for someone like Jota or Gakpo, probably both. Um, we'll see if he says anything, of course, um, in press conferences, but there's there's definite logic to that. The other one we saw last time was that um, Purvis Estepinian didn't play in game week five, but he's injured now anyway, so that doesn't matter. Hmm. It always seems to focus on uh, Liverpool, doesn't it, whenever we have these international breaks. Um, part of me is mildly amused about the fact that Liverpool are the lunchtime kickoff again. It's almost like they know how much Klopp hates that. <laughs> That's why they just keep doing it. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Wildcarders especially are very much looking at Liverpool right now. Uh, I think Salah is, is, is still the favourite, but anyone who's looking to try and cover Liverpool another way, the, the problem we're going to have, I suppose, going into game week nine is that the best coverage are going to still be in action quite late in the early hours, midweek, going into game week nine, which is, is very frustrating. And um, We've also got a, a list on the screen of um, uh, matches um, uh, that are, are going to be sort of late, um, or rather countries that are playing games that are going to be late and involve a lot of travel, and then breaking down which players they are. And there's actually quite a large number here. Um, Argentina have quite a few. Uh, they've got Emiliano, Emiliano Martinez. We've got McAllister, uh, Enzo Fernandez, uh, Julian Alvarez of Man City, of course. Uh, Garnacho, Montiel, uh, Romero of Spurs, and Lacelso also of Spurs as well. So Alvarez is another one there. A lot of people looking at going without Haaland and focusing on, on him. Um, to be fair, Man City do have a bit of an injury crisis of sorts right now, so maybe he's going to be okay, but you know, could potentially impact uh, his uh, ability to, to work at his best 
uh, in game week nine. Whereas Erling Haaland's uh, Norway have some big games, of course. They've got a lot of work to do to try and qualify for um, yeah, the upcoming Euros. Uh, but it's going to involve significantly less travel. So if, if Pep had to pick one of them, which I'm not saying he would have to, I don't know. It just looks mm-hmm. like the expected minutes is actually in Haaland's favour this week. Yeah, you would think so. Um, especially with, I mean, Brighton is a is a pretty tough opponent, so he, he'll certainly want to be starting as best player, uh, regardless of all that. But, but yeah, you, you'd back Haaland. Hmm. We've also done a video on Haaland specifically. Uh, we, we answered some questions on it yesterday in the Q&A. We did a bit of a deep dive into the big Norwegian um, yesterday on the YouTube channel. So go and have a watch of that. Uh, and also there's an article on site as well, uh, which has got some cool uh, additional members bits as well. So do uh, have a look at that if that's something that's on your mind. Uh, Cameroon have got some late games. Um, they've got Mbermo and, of course, Anana. They're going to be in a lot of fantasy teams still. Um uh, El Neni and Salah uh, are on this list for Egypt. Um, their last game's on the 16th, um, which is later than you'd like, but not as late as some of these others. Um, but yeah, it is, it is really the, it is really Liverpool, Man City, where we're perhaps going to see uh, the biggest uh, impact. So do go and have a look through that list uh, in full. I'm, I'm actually not going to read this one off for the benefit of the podcast listeners, because there are some parts of this where you think, why do I need to know that? So um, <laughs> it's very much, a, I've, I've taken this from the article, which is not to knock it, but it's, it's a, it's a comprehensive piece uh, that is probably best suited to a written audience rather than um, you just listening to me butcher players' names. So let's move on to uh, absentees then. So these are players where we got more of a positive spin. These are players that um, didn't make their international squads for reasons that appear not to be injury-related, injury related, sort of. Um, we've got another list in a minute of people who weren't included and then withdrew. Um, but thankfully enough, there's some encouraging names on here. They're sorted by uh, percentage owned. So we've got Ward, Prowse, Diaby, Pope, White and Porro at the top of this list. So whilst that last table was all about the, uh, a bit worried about them, we're not so worried about these guys, are we? No, not at all. Um, and yes, yeah, some, some of those are pretty popular picks right now, the likes of Diaby and Burn and, and Ward Prowse. So that, that can only be uh, positive news, you would think. It, it shouldn't... Uh, put their starting status in danger. Yeah, absolutely. A bit of a rest of the international break um, is very, very useful. I mean, the biggest one that stands out for me is probably Raheem Sterling at Chelsea because um, he's, you know, done quite well recently. Chelsea's fixtures are pretty tricky, but, you know, he's still a relatively popular player. Uh, War Prowse also is another one because uh, I'm also sort of like, why are you not in the England squad? But that's probably for a different uh, show, to be honest. That's not, yes. that's not our there's place. A few, there's <laughs> a few England players you could... Uh few interesting decisions made yeah well actually another uh, yeah, one's anthony gordon actually um not involved mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's, he's an interesting one because he's not only did he get his rest due to suspension in game week eight but he's also got this rest during the international break so uh for game week nine he should be as fresh as it gets really so any, anyone wanting or needing that cheap midfielder uh to squeeze in other premiums yeah gordon's a great shout Although, in fairness, the last Newcastle against Crystal Palace and they played each other three times last season, all of them (laughs) nil-nil. And Palace's defence is really good this time as well. So, yeah. That's good for anyone who's got Anderson, Johnston, 
and maybe like a Trippier or a Botman or something. So no, no incoming. Mm. You heard it here first. Um, we talked about Neto versus um, Gordon on yesterday's Q&A. So if you want more thoughts on that, because that is a little bit of a 50-50 right now, two similarly priced players in decent form with decent-ish fixtures. Um, so one thing we didn't mention yesterday is is that, yeah, Gordon not involved in international duty. However, Neto does have two matches with Portugal, or at least he's been selected for Portugal and they have two matches. They're in fantastic form in their qualification group, though, so they may not actually need him. So do keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, that's just another... There's so many caveats to Neto versus Gordon, and we managed to somehow find another one. So there we are. We've done that. Um, let's move on to players who have withdrawn from their squads now. Um, and some, yeah, some notable names here, not least Bukaya Saka of Arsenal. This uh, muscle injury that... I, I was saying it. I was saying I was like, you keep bringing him on and you keep trying to get him through into games with no training. Like eventually you're going to have to actually get him missing games. You should have just done this already, Mikel. Um, mm. That seems to be where this is going. Well, there was all the memes going around of, of all the situations where Arteta would still play Saka no matter what. So it, it was a nice surprise. And, and it was, it was, it was a good. It was the right decision from Arteta, to, and they won, of course, anyway. So it paid yeah, off perfectly. But uh, to have two games in a row, have have him have injury concerns. I think that's what done it. But not starting him against City was sensible, and withdrawn from the England squad is also sensible. So hopefully, you would think uh, the worst of that should be over. You would hope. Yeah, fingers crossed. And uh, what well, the fixtures are tricky enough this week that I think it's really game week 10 that a lot of people who sold Saka are looking to bring him back for and then um, it gives us just a little bit more time to get an understanding of what his situation is because if it's a hamstring injury I mean they're not they're not quick turnarounds by any sense um, so yeah we, we need to keep an eye on that um, Saliba has pulled out of the uh, the France squad with a toe problem seen certain indications that maybe this is some slightly better injury management from Arteta um, because Arsenal really need their their centre-backs fit uh, at the moment, don't they? Uh, in good form as well. So, I mean, you know, every reason to want to sort of withhold him. Not that I'm necessarily accusing Arteta of uh, trying to subvert the international call-up process, but um, this one's a bit different. I feel like he's been okay. And most, if you've got Salah, but you're probably happy to see him miss the international break with an injury. Yeah, and the initial reports, um, just looking around online, seem to be fairly positive, quite a precautionary thing. So, you right now you would say it's not really a concern, but uh, that could always change. But yeah, it should be all right. Yeah, that's exactly that's the kind of thing we want to hear. I think the only other one probably on this list who really stands out is is um, Matoma uh, for Brighton. Um, he has pulled out of the Japan squad with fatigue. Um, <laughs> which I don't know if that's like the footballer's way of saying you can't be bothered. Um, and I know fatigue is, is a real, you know, issue for some people, you know, I, I'm not knocking. I do appreciate that. But when it's a football player like me, come on. <laughs> well, it's very nice of Japan to sort of agree to that, really, because uh, you would have thought if, if you were the, the the nation there, you'd be furious at that reason. But uh, to actually agree with it. Yeah, he, he is getting a lot of... I saw a quote earlier where the Zerbi once said that he would never uh, take Matoma off. I know, I know we've seen him benched at the start, but yeah, he is getting a lot of minutes at Brighton, and I think he's possibly their most. Don't quote me on that, but has he not played the most minutes out of all of them this season? So yeah, he's fatigued. 
<laughs> I should just clarify. I can appreciate that football players can get fatigued. I don't want to fall into the, the, the trap of people thinking I'm one of these people that thinks we can just flog football players with an inch of their life. I've, I'm louder than most people when I turn around and say, we treat these football players like cattle at times. Um, but I'm just surprised to see it flag up as a, as a specific reason for pulling out of an international squad. Just thought I'd clarify. Yeah, at least have the creativity to make up an injury. Yeah, he could easily turn around and say he's got, you know, got a toe problem, um, you know, or yeah, invent virus. some kind of, yeah, virus, illness. Yeah, oh, he threw up last night. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. What, did, what did he throw up? He threw up goals. Um, yeah, you can't disprove that. So Exactly. That would have that would have made more sense. Um, so what we're basically saying is just become more creative when you're trying to subvert the process, guys. That's what we want to see. Um, let's uh, finish then uh, with the injury updates that we have received during the international break. Um, and we have to absolutely start with Andrew Robertson, uh, Scotland, Liverpool's Andrew Robertson. Not very nice scenes for either club or country here. Uh, this this shoulder injury that he sustained in the interestingly enough Scotland's first defeat of the qualification campaign uh, difficult time just when they were very close to qualifying um, yeah this could be quite serious is what I'm hearing have you what have you seen uh, in the reports yeah it's it's he was seen leaving the pitch with his arm and in sort of a temporary sling um, and I guess just from the body language of uh, if certain people around that, it, it sounds maybe more bad than good. But uh, there's, and there's definitely been talk of bringing in Simicass, FPL managers straight away, um, jump into that mindset. Uh, 4.4 million Simicass. But yeah, so the injury on Robertson, we need to hear more about it. But the scenes at the time didn't look that great. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely rub at FPR managers. We're sort of like vultures sniffing around a corpse. It's like he's not even cold yet, and we're already like, right, who's coming in for him then? Oh, he's 4.4, get in my team, son. Like, that is very much what it was on, on Twitter yesterday, that's for sure. And and I have to just also say, that was also Fantasy Football Scouts' uh, approach on social media as well. So um, don't worry, we're, we're all part of that disgusting process with you. Um, we'll start with Robertson first. Uh, and then we'll, yeah, we'll go. We'll come into Chimikas in more detail in a second. You're right. The body language of the other players is perhaps what is the indication here. We have to sort of speculate, I guess, because we've not had a specific injury update from from the time of recording. Anyway, um, if it was merely a dislocation, correct me if I am wrong. But in the past, when when you get a dislocated, I mean shoulder. In the past, I've seen them maybe force a player to get substituted, but it doesn't normally like set them back a long way and the physios and the players around them kind of like know that and I could be wrong I could be completely wrong um feel free to uh, insult me in the comments if you need to but um yeah I don't know I just sort of I'm surprised that the reaction was the way that it was because when I saw shoulder injury I assumed dislocation um yeah that's kind of what my thinking was there I don't know if you share that can you offer a, a, a second medical opinion Mark um I could make something up, but I really don't know. Um, I'm not a doctor in any sort of way, but yeah, I mean, I guess in the in the old days, you just click it back in, wouldn't you? So, <laughs> yeah. what we really need is the 1970s to come back, just to like get it back in yeah. and be like, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> the magic sponge and the click back in—that sort of fixed everything. So, uh, yeah, I always get a bit of a shudder when I see the 
dislocation click back in my um, apologies if i sort of like uh, was forcing you down memory lane in a disgusting way just now no no i was once in hospital um because a friend on rollerblades accidentally hit my head with a shovel accidentally <laughs> Yeah, it was a very strange situation, but the, the back of the skull is a bit um, misshaped because he was on his gar. He was <sighs> started this now. Um, well, we have to finish it. It was just before Christmas. He was on his rollerblades, as you do. He had a shovel in his hand, obviously, and he sort of did not see a small step coming, so he lost Oof. his balance. Needed somewhere to put it. Right. And obviously, my head was the, the most convenient yeah. location at the time. I'll put it there. Yeah, so that was bleeding a lot and all that lot. So that's the one that sends shudders, not so much the dislocation, but uh, wow. yeah, bringing it back to Robertson there. Incredible. Uh, well, yeah, well, that's what was the prognosis? No, we're not going to relive uh, your trauma if you don't want to, but I mean, I imagine you probably were yellow flagged for the next match in the playground. Yeah, a little bit, sort of had like a bandage around the head and the Ooh, eye. The, the Terry like, Bridget. Um, yeah and what's his name pudsy pudsy bear pudsy bear bit of that bit of that as well nice it's yeah terry butcher meets pudsy bear that's i've never heard you describe that way but i think from now on we have to um but yes sorry to take it off track (laughs) Uh, mate it's the international break that's what that's what this is that's what the international break is for i'm surprised that we're not doing a world cup of injuries or i don't know what's your favorite weather you know so arguably that was more entertaining than both of those um but yes robertson uh go and have a look at the what the experts say don't listen to me and someone once hit mark very hard in the head so who knows what we can trust when he talks so um yeah let's well let's let's move on to stuff we do know about (laughs) which is which is the the opportunity for simicast so let's pretend that we live in a world where robertson is out long term he does look quite good, doesn't he? Uh, 4.4 million, good fixtures, um, and plays not unlike Robertson when he's on the pitch. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with royal caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in north america you don't just go for a road trip you atv and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's coming in at like over £2 million cheaper than him, and they've got Everton at home, Forest at home, then Luton away. So that's that's pretty solid. Liverpool's defence as a team hasn't been particularly convincing. 
often going one nil behind. So they've only got one clean sheet. I think a couple of their underlying stats aren't particularly positive, but uh, looking forward rather than behind, you would like to think there's at least one clean sheet there. Plus, as you say, he's, he's quite attack minded. So uh, for 4.4 million, there's there's real potential there if if we hear that Robertson is out for a month or so, or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's probably the best case scenario is is to use him for maybe one or two of these. I've always said that the way that the Liverpool defence has operated in the last eighteen months or two years, it would be really beneficial if one of their players was at a rotatable price because. Um, in a world where Alexander-Arnold and, and we have to say Robertson haven't been uh, as forthcoming in the attacking returns as you know we once saw back in their halcyon days, um, you look at the Liverpool defence and think, OK, that can probably keep a clean sheet away at Luton, maybe at home to Forest, but home to an Everton team that seems largely resurgent and probably goes to Anfield with a point to prove in game week nine, and at home against a Brentford team that is very good at surprising top six sides you know you probably wouldn't want to start your Liverpool defender and so a 4.4 million one is, is perfect it's perfect price for you to just swap him in and out with what else you've got going on and then yeah but but certainly we should just obviously of course caveat this with if it looks like Robertson's only out for like two to three weeks well he's already going to save one of those weeks on the second half of the international break um so yeah be careful don't land yourself in a situation where three games into potentially your wild card you've got a Simicast who's not playing and you have to waste a transfer selling someone like him so yeah an opportunity for sure um but um yeah one that you need to sort of um be careful with um the other thing that we've had overnight uh and it sounds like we don't need to worry um but uh Cole Palmer came off um whilst involved with England under 21s done a video on him this week because there's a lot of uh, people having a look at him he's done very well in his last two starts for Chelsea uh, but yeah, forced off yesterday, but sounds like we don't need to be as worried as uh, we first feared. No, it's it's been described by uh, Lee Carsley as a dead leg. So yeah, yeah. in that respect, especially with over a week to go, uh, it's it's nothing really. Um, another one that came up, I, I don't know if you were coming to it anyway, but Alexander Isak. Ah, yes. I don't have anything on the slides, but um, yes, I, I saw that just as we were about to start recording. <laughs> so Sweden withdrew him because of a groin uh, issue. I don't think there's there's much more on the severity severity of it yet. So uh, until we get more information, we can't really say. He scored six goals and, and he could just potentially have been coming back onto the radar. But then this potential setback sort of undoes that. So I'll be very curious to see uh, what, what the Isak situation is. Callum Wilson is back from his because he came on against West Ham. So if if there was one Newcastle striker that was abs- absent and it made the other one nailed on, that would suddenly be very, very appealing. But right now, each other's existence is mm. the problem. Yeah. I mean, arguably, we've done it again, you know, always injured. Oh, he's not even cold, and we're already thinking about who's going to play in front instead of him. Because I agree completely. Um, and if anything, I'd be more excited about an injury to one of those two than to Robertson. Because yeah, Newcastle's fixtures continue to be good. You know, you're a team full of goals as well. You know, I want to be able to have someone from that team. And and yeah, this, it's sort of running out of room in midfield. I know that people are sort of switching to three four three, but I've certainly got a lot more openings up front. And Callum Wilson, when he's starting games regularly, oh, I mean, he is. A powerful force in FPL. So, um, yeah, another one certainly to keep an eye on. Um, 
I think I think we've managed to round up just about everything uh, from the international break as it currently stands, uh, unless I've missed something glaring, um, which I'll just double check with Mark on. <laughs> um, I don't think no. so. <laughs> no, I don't think there's much interest in Tenali or, or Zaniolo and their sort of withdrawals due to non non footballing reasons. Um, I don't think there's much FPL interest in in those two. So. Yeah, that that seems to be most of them. Nice. Yeah, well, as we said, um, we are sort of at the halfway stage of the international break in many ways. Uh, well, at least chronologically anyway, because in a week's time it will be done and we'll be back into the usual run-of-the-mill things. Of course, that will include a team news video from Joe and Neil, which will will include a lot more medical knowledge than uh, we've been able to provide today. Um, mostly because they will have heard from all of the managers who will be able to talk a lot more accurately about all of their players. So if, um, if you don't haven't already sort of bookmarked that, uh, something you watch like every Friday at 3 o'clock then do um sort yourself out with some some bell notifications uh so that you don't miss that there's not going to be much going on in the office on on three o'clock on a friday let's be honest this is important as as, uh, listening to them so do check that out and we've got plenty of other content over the international break and we're doing some deep dives into uh, pedro neto uh, erling Haaland. Carl Palmer, all of the people that involved in some of the transfer decisions uh, and from Monday onwards we'll be back into the usual flow with your burning questions, your scout cast, your deadline dilemmas and Q&As with Az and Sam instead of some guy who's pretending to be a doctor and a guy who got hit really hard in the head with a shovel once. So um, yeah, next week is uh, <laughs> going to be good fun. Um, I'm, are you looking forward to, to things going back to normal next week, Mark, or do you still need a few extra days of international break recovery? Um, I do sort of cherish the international breaks, absolutely. But uh, there's there's also a part of me that likes routine, as, as sad as that sounds. So it's um, I'm happy either way. <laughs> uh, see, you can see Mark's turned a new leaf. He's trying to be as happy as he possibly can. So that's good to hear. And that's the latest update uh, from him. Well, with that, we shall leave you fine folks to enjoy the rest of the international break. And we shall see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.